Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. hey. Happy, happy hour. Yeah. Everybody. It's a, it's the double J. It's the double J show. It is J and J. Joyce Vance and John Fugelsang on this week's happy hour, and what a week for it! Bombshell after bombshell yeah. on the legal front, including the New York Times piece, Bill Barr, uh, yada yada, the you know Russian t- asset in the New York FBI office, whatever you know, all whatever. that. Yeah. You know, what I'm talking about legal doings. Stuff. And then John Fugelsang was live in studio. Yes, and he so did it live. It was yeah, exactly. Fuck it, he, we did it live. He, he wrote it. We did it live. Yeah, he dropped an S bomb. He did on the regular show. This is what I, this is why God made happy hour. Yeah, for drinking and swearing. So drink up and enjoy. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. We got the news that you're building a new chicken coop. And we just could not. We want to go right from the chicken coop next time. Can we? I don't know what MSNBC is going to do, but we are taking you We're going to top it. <laughs> Good morning, Joyce. Live from the chicken coop one day soon. <laughs> 
can't wait. All right. Uh, so, Joyce, where do we start? You tweeted about this. Pence's situation, as with Biden, cast Trump's criminality into sharp focus by contrast. Apples to oranges, but many people went off the deep end when the Biden documents came to light. Somehow having Pence in the mix seems to have restored a bit of common sense to the arena. I mean, that was Ted Cruz twisting himself into a pretzel. How suddenly it's no big deal again because it's Mike Pence, right? Yes, exactly. And and as we all know, the world doesn't get to work that way. You have to be consistent. It doesn't matter if it's your friends or people you don't like doing good things or bad things. You've got to be consistent. So, you know, what's the what's the deal here? Stephanie, we've got to make sure people understand that no one is condoning mishandling classified information. This country has a problem. Uh, the White House needs to get a handle on what's going on in the White House. It might be a legitimate subject for congressional oversight. But what Joe Biden and Mike Pence in tandem demonstrate is that their conduct isn't criminal. It's yeah. careless. It's sloppy. But it's not criminal. Of course, compare that to the former guy whose conduct is clearly criminal, right? Lying about it, withholding it, refusing to give stuff back to the government, saying that it's his. Those are two completely different universes of mishandling classified documents. Um, so for instance, do you ha I have microchips in my new puppies that we've discussed. Um, do you have microchips in your silky chickens? There's got to be a way to track classified documents. Yes. <laughs> so, do, do you know, um, not, in, not in our um, chickens, but in our dogs and our cats. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's so easy to keep track of a lost pet. You'd think that you could keep track of lost nuclear secrets. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Well, there's got to be a way. <laughs> yes, there's got to yes. be a way. You retweeted Steve Bannon, who said, uh, why does the story about Pence's docs make Trump look worse? Because the larger question isn't about who had classified materials. It's about what people did after discovering the materials. And you said bingo. I mean, that's always the, the, the difference, right? Is the, With Trump in particular, is the obstruction and the lying. Correct? Yes. That's exactly the line. You know, when when DOJ, from a very legalistic point of view, when DOJ looks at cases where there is someone who shouldn't have classified documents in possession of them for the case to merit prosecution, there has to be more than the mere possession. Right. We don't even know how the Biden and Pence documents got there. As of now, they're both saying staffers packed stuff up. These have been in sealed boxes for years. Nobody even knew that they were there. Compare that to Trump, where the evidence suggests that he looked at boxes after Nara asked for him back, saw what was in there, you know, had this very slender turnover when they were subpoenaed, certified that everything had been turned over. Clearly wasn't true. DOJ even got a federal judge to sign off on a search warrant, which let me tell you something. The federal judge, when he was first approached to sign off on a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago, has to have known in his mind that the case was going to be a big damn deal mm -hmm. and would have scrutinized the government's probable cause very carefully. This would have been a, you know, a look for probable cause on steroids. So completely different settings. Yeah. Well, and also the special star special counsel for a minute. You said this is the reg governing when the AG should appoint a special counsel. Note that it hinges on whether a criminal investigation is warranted. An issue DOJ seemed to blow past with Biden, perhaps out of concern over public perception. No reason to treat Pence differently. Well, you know, we've gone from that you didn't really necessarily, I mean, the DOJ could have handled this. You didn't really need a special counsel. But so now what? Now are they going to have to, to uh, appoint one for Pence as well? 
You know, I don't know. Just because you've made one mistake doesn't mean that you need to make another. But I'm extremely sympathetic to the position that Merrick Garland found himself in here. This is someone who inherited a Justice Department, which at the at the top levels, I'm not talking about the, you know, the employees who do their jobs every day and do them well. But at the top level, it's clear that during the Trump administration, there was politicization at DOJ. Merrick Garland had the job of fixing that public perception. So he has always tried to bend over backwards to be fair. And here's the problem. There's no amount of bending over backwards to be fair to Trump that is that is ever going to convince Trump or soothe his followers and get them to believe that they're being treated fairly. Literally no good deed goes unpunished here, yeah. right? Yeah. So what, what Garland does, appointing a special counsel for Biden, he sort of blows past the requirement in the special counsel regs that there be a criminal case to investigate because clearly there was not and is not with Joe Biden. Right. But but I appreciate what he was trying to do. It just goes to underline that with Trump, that strategy does not work. Yeah. Well, we just played sound bites earlier of Matt Gates and Jim Jordan trying to somehow spin what I think is, a, you tell me, but I think is a huge story. The story is this um, Russian asset found to be in the New York FBI office uh, who clearly helped Trump <laughs> and hurt Hillary. I, they were trying to somehow spin this. I mean, you had said, you know, the federal government, if the federal government was really turned against Republicans like Jim Jordan alleged to justify the House Select uh, Subcommittee on the weaponization of federal government, Trump would have been indicted long ago and would be in an orange jumpsuit in a federal prison. Um, you said the lesson from all this is time to stop pandering to Trump, do the right thing, let the chips fall where they may. There may there's nothing that will make Trump happy or soothe his base. Pending over backwards to establish your good faith with people who have none doesn't work. Thank you. But what? how does this story not completely confirm everything about Trump-Russia that the Mueller report, Senate Intelligence report, and everybody else has been saying? So this is a really intriguing situation. You know, came out of the blue this notice that the FBI agent who is running counterintelligence in New York had had been indicted and arrested, not just one indictment, two indictments. I'm not sure if I'm ready yet to go as far as, as calling them a Russian asset. I think this story has been undercovered in the press. It's gonna bear very close watching. He's indicted for action involving Russian folks after he leaves office, but at the same time, He's indicted for taking money from an Albanian diplomat while he's there. And the insinuation is that he prevented that person from being indicted. That's I don't want to overstate it. It's right. not 100 percent clear. All we've got are the indictments. But there is good reason to be very alarmed um, about what he was doing while he was with the FBI in New York and to see where this will lead. I think that this is maybe the most important news that we've gotten in the last week. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, what the headlines itself just makes your head spin, right? You know, agent, you know, who was supposed to be, FBI agent who was supposed to be investigating Trump for collusion with Russia, just indicted for colluding with Russia. I mean, it's, it's you know, of course it leads you to, is this why Jim Comey was forced to, you know, because you remember Rudy Giuliani blabbing about, you know, it was the FBI uh, New York office. Is it was right. it why I mean, Coney was, you know, forced to do what he did? Is it where the New York Times headline came from that, you know, that, oh, there's no, we don't see any collusion between Trump and Russia? I mean, it just, there's a lot more questions than answers so far, yeah. 
there is there is a whole lot there to be looked at. Um, and so I think, you know, it's interesting that this case gets indicted or the two cases get indicted on this timeline. But really, for my money stuff, this is the story I'm the most interested in right now. Yeah. Well, and let's also, we talked off air about, uh, you had tweeted Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis in the court hearing on releasing the special investigative grand jury report publicly. We think for future defendants to be treated fairly, it's not appropriate at this time for the report to be released. Decisions are Im- imminent, was <laughs> the word that perked up all of our ears. So talk to us about, about that and the timeline for it, uh, as, you, as you did before we got on here. Yes, Fulton County is such a wild card, right? It's incredible to think that the future of the nation may hang on the shoulders um, of a district attorney in Fulton County. But I think they sent Fonnie Willis straight from central casting for that role. She's tough as tax and a good prosecutor. Um, I'm not sure what to expect. Imminent to me, you know, in prosecutor speak means pretty damn soon, right? Um, I don't know that that means that she will indict absolutely everybody she's had under investigation all at once prosecutors often like to um in indict you know sort of like singling out the littlest zebra from the herd the people that you think might be willing to cooperate when they're faced with the risk of going to prison for a long period of time maybe we'll see her indict for instance folks involved with the georgia fake slate of electors first and, and do that case, see if she can get some cooperators and keep moving towards the top. Um, but we don't really know what her strategy is. Maybe she's loaded for bear. She's had 75 witnesses in the grand jury seen. She said, yeah. you know, the number of, of exhibits, too many to count. So maybe she's got everything and she's ready to go. Or perhaps we'll see a more traditional staged prosecution. Because, you know, Joyce, to the layperson, I understand that's why you're saying she may not indict Trump right away. It might be lower people, but to to us lay people, we're like, but it's Trump that's on tape. (laughs) She has him on tape. You know, like what, why? Yeah. yeah, Why would there not be a Trump indictment? Let's start with that. There is an election interference statute in Georgia that fits Trump's conduct on that audio tape perfectly. There's one issue with it though. Um, The way I read that statute it would be a misdemeanor prosecution. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I might be under reading the statute. I haven't gone back and looked at Georgia law carefully. So this may just be something that I'm not fully appreciating, but I wonder if she's not trying to develop charges that would be more clearly felony. Her office and she personally, they have experience with RICO, which is a, a statute that reaches sort of organized um, criminality. She might be looking there. She might be trying to develop a stronger case that would involve more time in prison. On the other hand, you know, even a misdemeanor um, prosecution of the former president would have merit. Yeah. So, Joyce, the overview in terms of January 6th, the classified documents and Georgia, what what are you feeling in general about indictments, yes, no, what timeline, et cetera? Um, The timeline is problematic. You know, you and I have talked before, and we still don't know the answer to this. (laughs) Where was DOJ in 2021, right? They looked pretty sleepy on investigation in that year. Last year in 2022, things picked up. They went to the grand jury. They appear to be working diligently towards holding people accountable, now with special counsel in place. Um, But I do worry about the timeline, because realistically, um, you cannot indict Trump so late 
in Joe Biden's first term in office that if Trump were to win, he couldn't end the prosecution. That's sort of a complicated way of saying, you know, tick tock, it's time to get on with this. The evidence is the evidence. It's never going to be easy to prosecute a, a former president for the first time. DOJ needs to make an assessment of its evidence and decide whether or not to go and let the country know what its decision is. Of all people, Joe Walsh, I think former Republican congressman tweeted, you know, there probably will be violence if Trump is indicted, but that's not a reason not to do it. You know, that's never something that you you prosecutors take into account, is it? You're like, oh, people are going to be mad. No, we don't. I mean, sometimes we're aware um, that our decisions may or may not influence the public. you know, and, and we might try to prepare for that. But but let me just say something that troubles me about this analysis that we can't upset the Trump base. Yeah. Um, isn't that more of a reason that this situation cries out for proper adjudication by the criminal justice system? If these people are so engaged in criminality, if, you know, and we've seen Trump do it on January 6th, yeah. if he would whip his base into violence, to respond to an indictment, doesn't that tell us who he is as if we need to know? The most important question, of course, the last time, speaking of timelines, what is the timeline for the chicken coop being completed? Yes, so I'm really optimistic that we'll be building the chicken coop in Mm -hmm. February, maybe finishing in early March. I promise I'll send you um, beautiful pictures of the silkies in in new chicken heaven. Fantastic. And then the next time we talk to you, this will be the background. Soundtrack of Joyce Vance's life in Alabama. We love you, Joyce Vance. Thanks for the time, as always. Love y'all, too. Thank you. Thanks, Joyce. Kiss the silky. Okay. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. GOP, just a font of bad ideas, like yeah. the 30% sales tax. Good morning, John Fugelsang. Don't saying. get in the way. Let them run on this. Yeah. Yes, that and, and destroying Social Security and Medicare and perhaps causing worldwide financial catastrophe in the meantime. You know, when we're all old and dying and our lives flash before our eyes, it's yes. going to be such a drag to revisit all those times we were forced to care about the debt ceiling. For God's <laughs> sakes, you people! You know, all you need to know is, uh, you know who doesn't like the idea of of defaulting on our debt? Uh, The Wall Street donors who own these godless shills. Mm -hmm. Believe me, it's all more performative puffery. The entire Republican Party are Donald Trump's gay porn NFTs. Just fake (laughs) muscles and performative governance. They don't actually do anything. They're content providers for Tucker. That's all the party of Lincoln is. 
Um, by the way, we now we have I, I have a new dream since you met, I didn't know it was today the RNC yeah. thing. Yes. Um. Yes. Uh, my pillow, Mike Pillow, as uh-huh. Hal calls oh, him. Oh yeah. Mike Pillow uh, says he could lead a new election committee for the RNC if his bid to become the new chair falls short. Oh yeah. He, yeah. Oh he please. Claims Right. He's teeting, teaming up with uh, Harmit Dillon to form a unified ticket against Ron Daniel. He said that's not true, but he's feeling really good about his election chances, adding he could still be offered an RNC job if he loses. Um, he said that he could be asked to lead a new Republican election committee because that's he said <laughs> he could be. Of, uh, is, yeah, right. Because he said, I've been doing this for two years now. Meaning doing yeah. this, yeah. right? The election the, telling committee. Donald Trump we should right. have martial law. You know, you know. I, I got to tell you, I don't have a my pillow. You know, it helps me sleep deeply at night. Imagining Mike Lindell being questioned under oath—that's what helps me not off quick. My toddler called him petulant. You know that my toddler called him petulant. <laughs> this guy um, is the face. I'm sorry. This guy, Matt Gates, George Santos—they deserve to be the face of this party. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have a. Uh, do we have a? Is this a? Is that my dog? No, it's. Oh, that's. You, you listen. You inflame I, is that what all I did? creatures with desire. All creatures, big and small. Yes. No. Okay. George Santos's ex, uh, Pedro, a, a man eight years his junior. In Sao Paulo. He lives. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. He lived with George Santos for a year. Yep. Rebuffed multiple marriage proposals. Uh, said it was uh, at the beginning of the relationship. He was fine. He was so sweet, caring. He actually showed he cared. But later on, I started finding out the lies. I thought it was uh, my it was my phone he stole, I believe, and then the jewelry from a friend that used to live with us and then the tickets to hawaii that he purchased for us to go when he was planning on proposing for the third time that engagement never happened mm. do you think he might have gotten him an engagement ring and then stole it back I probably don't, yeah um he uh when i found out about all the other stuff i thought what a psycho keep him oh. famous keep him famous that's sad sad a sad story. Representing Long Island, baby. Sad. That's where I come from. I'm not surprised at all. Not, <laughs> Although, not su- that's relatable, at least to me, finding out you dated the psycho. I mean, I, you know, I just, it could happen. Okay. Uh, speaking of election, I'm, I'm trying to denier- narrow. I'm trying to narrow down who you're referring you to. You shush. You just shush. 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 Give me a dec- my, Give me one of the my, decades. And I'll my minefield of bad choices. There I are- made up with it now. I've made up for it now. I have a fantastic girlfriend. Yes, you really there do. There are a few choices though that choose from yeah, yeah mm-hmm. there are okay. I'm, I'm just trying to make you okay. narrow the field to uh-huh. Uh-huh. it is quite trump a trump was mostly silent about the maricopa county 2020 election audit but its influence over the process was much more prominent than it seemed he received uh, direct updates oh from the this is a fraudulent audit of the okay uh, with with his allies pressuring the lead contractor to uh, on when to report findings, uh, the contractor asked people close to the former president if he could help pay for it. Wait, is that in my morning stuff? Yeah, it's in the morning yeah. stuff. Yeah, okay, pardon me. Trump secretly gave $1 million to the Arizona Cyber I'm sorry, but the dog sounds audit. work with this copy. Uh, really, yeah, the, 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 it totally works. The shrill, crazy dogs works with any kind of Trump story. It actually is like <laughs> ambient sound. That's what the ninja audit sounded no, like. No, it sounds like foreplay between Kimberly and Don Jr. in the background. It does sound coke fueled. It sounds yeah. coke allegedly coke fueled. This is bath salts. What? Oh, best is yet to come. Okay. My God, my God. Anita in San Antonio, you're on with John Fugel saying hello, Anita. Good morning, everyone. Hello. I have a question for John. Uh oh. Yes, hey, hi, John. After ev- hello, hi. After everything that's come out about, um, you know, the disastrous four years of the Trump administration, do you still think George W. Bush was the worst president? It's really hard. I really struggle with it. On paper, I will say. <laughs> If you consider Iraqi lives to be human lives, then yes, I consider George W. Bush to be a worse president, just in terms of sheer suffering, 
cause to humans, then yeah, George Bush is the worst president of our but lifetime. Four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand Americans died. No, one million Americans died. A million Americans in total. And let's be honest, a lot of that is because of Donald Trump's lies. Yes, look, if you go by sheer American deaths, Donald Trump is the worst. If you go by human deaths, it's not even a contest. And Bush also has, you know, a collapsed world economy and a collapsed housing market. Um, You know. But a lot of humans died in World War II, too. Well, I mean, I love to blame Trump and Bush for World War II, but the <laughs> fact is, I'm really upset at how many people in the Democratic Party and the media have normalized George W. Bush. Anything like he cares? doesn't deserve to spend the rest of his life in The Hague. No, I, mean, I this agree. Guy, you want to see my new picture? Uh, no, don't normalize this guy. He is a no, I mean, uh, This is the he game show we found exactly. ourselves in. Is the, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, treasonous... For Russian asset who is committing espionage and I mean they're both trying to overthrow the United States government. Yeah, technically a bigger criminal he, than the work yes, criminal. Or I think he it, is. Yeah, I mean okay. it's hard to say. In Bush is the guy. Bush is the guy I'd like to have a beer with. Our government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I mean I'm w- I'm with you all the way. Donald Trump tried to do a lot of horrible things, and let's not forget Bush failed to privatize Social Security. He failed a lot of his horrible things too. It's going to take no, years after both administrations to properly. We got to be far away from both to judge which was the worst. We can agree that the two worst presidents we've had in the last 80 years were the last two Republicans. Yes. Well, this is true. I just think that I think that Donald Trump was just so unfit. I'm not saying George W. Bush was fit. But he did have a couple people around him that kind of tempered him. No, he didn't. He didn't try to overthrow no, the government. No, no but there's a... Associate with he overthrew other governments. He overthrew other, other governments well, illegally. No. And it was a I lie. Agree. There were no WMDs. There's a Kids million. Don't, don't fight. They're what? both five thousand dead soldiers, one million dead okay. Iraqis. The George Rising W. Rises. Bush knew how the system worked and worked within that system. George uh, Trump had no idea how government works. Thought yeah. he could run it like a business. I mean, he's and a he lifetime. tried to ram things right. through with no loop. I know. Trump Bush is someone that for the became image. criminal <laughs> in office. Did criminal things in office. Yeah. Trump is a lifelong criminal who became president. And uh, is, honestly, yes. let's be real. When we talk about presidents Bush and Trump, we're really talking about presidents Cheney and Putin. So. So let's right. call them by their proper right. names. Exactly. I'm still wrapping my head around just the headlines, Travis. A lot of <laughs> yeah. times they just sort of sum everything up. Bill Barr asked Italian officials to discredit Russia probe. They uh. responded with evidence link- linking Trump to crimes. Entirely other crimes. Scusi. Scusi. The Scusi investigation. <laughs> um, I will say just based on the... Irrita- I mean, and I thought George W. Bush's voice was irritating. Just based on the fact that we still have to endure, you know, this... I'm going to say Trump's worse. Oh, dear. The new House committee oh, this. on the weaponization of the federal government you got to watch is him a rare the chance to expose the breathtaking corruption of the security state, the media, and the Washington swamp. Low energy. Here are just a few of the questions the uh, committee hopefully will be asking. Uh, when the Mueller team was in charge of leaking secret information and fake news stories uh, to dishonest journalists, of which there are many, uh, oh, to go perpetrate off, go off the Russia hoax, and that's what it was. Turned out it was a total uh, hoax. You can tell when he's off prompter. It was all you can tell when he's misinformation. It's it was all uh, a horrible thing that was uh, given to the people of our country. You sound kind of like the turtle, illegally. You know, in the croc. When's the pill lady gonna come change me? Where's the pill lady gonna come change me? I just, John. I I'm voting for the pill lady in 2024. I just, every bombshell is further proving Trump-Russia, and they, 
Yeah. I, this is the gaslighting. They just pretend That's it's it. the opposite. That's like it. all of this news Coll- hasn't but, just... But even using the word collusion is the gaslighting because like collusion's the... not a crime. He... Right, but the McGonagall story mm-hmm. it was to help him. It's to help Trump. Every Trump-Russia story is. Literally, they kneecapped Hillary Clinton two weeks yes. before the election and the guy who was in charge of investigating was yeah. on the take yeah. from Paul Manafort's best friend. And Donald Trump and these and these Republicans are running around like this is some kind of win for them. There you go. The FBI was corrupt. No, dude, that was the FBI shilling for you. you. Thank and you. Again, this guy, Kalimnik, was in bed with Paul Manafort. The reason why Donald Trump's second campaign manager was fired was because of Russian collusion. Case closed. Yeah. Um, it, I, you know, you always thing. torture the ones you love the most. And so was this technically torture? Uh, Sorry, John. Who orchestrated the FBI's repeated operations to interfere in domestic politics? Keep it going. This let this in guy be the nominee. Pro Russia, pro Trump guy. Seasons, mm-hmm. and specifically, and most importantly, in the presidential election of 2020. Oh, uh-huh. you could just what hear what the FBI did was suppress anything bad about Biden and go all out, <laughs> put it all out there. <laughs> it was anything at all bad about Trump. And if there wasn't anything bad, we'll make it up. What that was is a rigged oh, election yes. just by itself. Yes, please. This guy has to be the Liberals, don't ruin this. You don't want Ron DeSantis to be the nominee. Joe Biden is what? He's 80 now, right? So in two years, he will be 132. Okay. That's, can, you're not good at math. Joe Biden can beat <laughs> Donald Trump. Believe me, guys. Believe me. Mitch, it's the worst nightmare of the RNC that Trump stays in power. They don't want him. By the so way, make everything, them have a forced marriage. Let me just break down the gaslighting in that particular. Everything he said is the opposite. Like yeah. We just read in the New York uh-huh. Times that they the suppressed day. anything that was right. bad about Trump. And right. I'm just trying to even go further and imply that it was. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm glad that the Republicans have created this committee is going to investigate the weaponization of the government against the American people because there's that's exactly what Barr and Durham did. They weaponized the government. But wait, there's more. There's January 6th conspiracy theories. Role of federal agents and informants and pressing the crowd toward the Capitol. Capitol. On January 6th. Capitol. Yeah. Who is Ray Epps? Tell me about Ray Epps. Where does he come from? Oh, I'm sorry. I want to see Tucker defend this guy more. Yeah. The committee needs to do a full review of FISA warrants and any abuse. We should also (laughs) get a full report on any domestic surveillance of MAGA supporters. Oh, yeah. That has taken place under Biden. I I mean, like, like, no one made it to the end. No one made it to the end of that. Charles Cook. Stephen Miller didn't make it to the end of that. Charles Cook, conservative who writes for National Review, declared Trump has completely lost it in his ranting like a deranged hobo in a dilapidated public park. Screw that guy. Charles He's, Cook created Trump. I Charles know. Cook. Throughout his public... Screw his erudite... No, I'm sorry. Screw that guy's erudite faux academic. I'm above all this. You created this. Yeah, and William yeah. F. Buckley is in hell with the rest of the racists shitting on Martin Luther King. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Wow. Oh. Wow, wow. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. I got a serious XM oh, moment. All right. Sorry. <laughs> got on the roll there, though. It's okay. All right. So sorry. <laughs> I forgot which job I was at. Yeah. <laughs> you were on a roll. Sorry, guys. He finished guys. by saying throughout his public career, Trump has resembled nothing so much as a drunken talk radio caller from Queens. Okay. And on a policy level, he was Charles Cook's wet dream. Wow, These was... guys, they don't like Trump, but they love he's but he's indistinguishable from the rest oh. of them in terms of his policies. Yeah. And so when they pretend they're somehow better than him, they're not. And this Frankenstein monster of a low information thug voting base that they created over decades is coming back to haunt them now. Yeah. And they they deserve yeah, to own he, it. Yeah. He didn't come from nowhere. You no. know, it was there no. was a steady progression from, 
you know, Bush, Palin, you know, they just, it's the stupiding. Is that and, from national, and from National Review to Trump, and from these erudite academic conservatives, they have a direct lineage to Donald Trump and to Kid Rock when he runs. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Sorry, guys. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, FCC. 47. Oh, no, we got it. We got it. 47 got it. minutes. <laughs> that's, why, that's, why now, we, that's why we have expensive equipment right down there. Yeah. At least with the cameras, I can flash gang signs, too. Yeah, this is true. We didn't think we could get more woke, but we're I've awake now, aren't we? That, I've we're never done super that on your woke. Show before. Sorry. <laughs>